Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabir. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, (laughs) Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank you. Ciao. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Welcome back to the Third World Perspective. Um, we're here to talk about the Euros. My name is Pablo. I'm joined by the host of the Maverick Podcast. Okay. Hey guys, my name is Kevin. Or at the village, they call me K. So don't mind when Pablo <laughs> keeps on saying my name K, but it's Kevin in full. So yeah, I'm happy. I'm the host of the Maverick Podcast. Uh, I'm also an enthusiast of sports. That's why I'm on the Third World Perspective. And uh, Pablo, thank you for let, thank you for bringing me in uh, this afternoon. Yeah, man. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a, it's actually a very chilly afternoon in Nairobi. Um, I'm in Rongai. I, I don't understand Nairobi weather. Typically in Kakamega, typically in Western, when it's usually so cold, so cloudy, there's usually an expected amount of rainfall. But we have not seen rainfall in Nairobi. I can't understand this weather. It's so cold. Um, yeah, the weather but... is so cold. Welcome back to the cold weather. I was warning about <laughs> the weather in Nairobi. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, man. Also, just a disclaimer, just to let you guys know, Kay is graduating next month. Um, all yeah. this. This, uh, I, I come. Yeah, man, basically all gifts in Pesta. Um, you can you can either link me, you can either link K, um, or you can tweet us on the third world perspective, and we can give we can get those gifts to K. Obviously, don't hit up K, don't hit up Dalmas and Caleb. Those days are frauds. Those days will still will still the gifts, but we move on regardless. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the Euros. The first thing that we're going to talk about is the sad scenario with with Christian Eriksen. Um, it's a scenario. It's a sad scenario, but it's a scenario that started out sad, but it has actually um, turned out better and for the for the best. Um, I think in many ways it has actually progressed the game because um, I think most people will start looking at the medical capabilities of of staff um, in in football matches of the medical capabilities of of the of stadia also um, obviously Christian Eriksen collapsed um, in their in their in their opening game against Finland um, in Copenhagen obviously it's the first it was their first game it was a game in which it, um, they lost after the restart um, but obviously Belgium and Denmark um, they are in the same group group B and um, Christian Eriksen has a lot of friends in the Belgian camp. Um, he, he, former teammates and current teammates, including Romelu Lukaku, who he, who he plays with Inter, they just won the Scudetto last season. Um, and also players like Vermaelen, Patongen, and Aldaverel. Obviously, these are players that he played with at Tottenham. Um, I, I think it was a very, it was a very um, emotional locker room. Um, the Belgian, the Belgian locker room was very emotional during the game. Obviously, they are just waiting to play their game against. They're watching the, the Finland game and Denmark game, um, waiting to play Russia. Um, but the, the two teams agreed to pay tribute to Christian Eriksen in their in their in the second in their second game um, by kicking the ball out in the tenth minute and applauding. Um, but I think it's very positive now. 
Um, Christian Eriksen has been discharged from Rick Pitalet and he has visited his teammates at their training ground in, in Copenhagen. So it's, it's it's a little bit more positive now. But I'll ask Kay, um, where were you and like um how 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 did how did you receive this news concerning Eriksen? Yeah, I was so anxious the whole day. I was just waiting to watch the Denmark versus Finland game. Uh, as obviously as anyone who's ex- excited about the Euros, I went in there with my bag full of chips and was watching <laughs> the game until the shocker at the 43rd minute, you know. Mm-hmm. I just saw a guy falling down and I was shocked. I was hoping it was not Ericsson and it turned out to be the best player of the, of the whole squad who's down. So once they saw him, they, he was given to the PR by playmates. And uh, once I learned that he's on hospital, uh, I believe all of us were praying for him, wishing him all the best. I believe the whole world was sending all the messages to, to him. And he actually thanked, once he was discharged, he thanked people for the tens of messages he received. And uh, we are so happy, at least right now he's doing well. Uh, we, we learned that he had a cardiac arrest, right? Yeah. Yeah, and um, a statement from the Danish FRA that Christian Eriksen has been through a successful operation and was today discharged from the hospital. So we, 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 at least right now, I'm happy to see him back on the limelight. Yeah, man. Um, oh, it's it's very, it's actually very, it's actually very nice to to see him to see that it's that he's okay. But the rumors is, um, I think I think they're going to fit him with a with a with a defibrillator um that he can play with. Um, but I'm just glad he's okay. Obviously, yeah. um, heart conditions. Uh, as in, there's there's pretty much nothing you can do about that. Those are biological. And Ericsson is is young, 29. Um, he's an athlete, so we know his feet. Um, it it was it was just weird to see it. And obviously, um, I, I I did I did a, a reaction episode. You guys should go back and listen to the episode. Um, I did it with basically no filter because it was the morning after. I I saw the, the incident live as it was going on because I was watching the game. Um, and shout, shout out to Denmark fans. Shout out to Finland fans. Obviously, they were they were cheering Ericsson after the restart. I think the Finland fans were shouting Christian and the Denmark fans were shouting Ericsson. Shout out to them, man. Obviously, um, we have Finland. Um, listeners on the podcast, shout out to you guys for listening. We appreciate every single listen. Um, basically, um, that's that's it regarding Ericsson. We're just glad he's okay, man. And obviously, it would have been very difficult to continue the tournament if um, anything had happened to him, um, and it would have, it, and if um, the the result would have been fatal, it would have been very difficult to restart the tournament. Um, but Denmark, Denmark have lost both their games at Euro 2020. Obviously, the Finland one and the Belgium one. Belgium actually had had to come back um, from one nil down to win the game. But um, regarding regarding the Eriksen situation, former Danish goalkeeper, obviously Manchester United legend Peter Schmeichel, obviously is the father to the Danish goalkeeper um, Kasper Schmeichel, who is actually Leicester City goalkeeper. Um, he said um, that Denmark players did not want to restart the Euro 2020 opener against Finland um, after after the after the situation with Eriksen. Um, he said, "Quote: They were left with three options. One was to play immediately and get the last 15 minutes played. The next one was to come in Sunday at 12 noon and finish the the 15 minutes. And the third option was to forfeit the game three nil. So work it out for yourself. Is it the players wish to play? Did they have any choice really?" 
I don't think they had end of court. Um, do you understand? Do you understand um, what um, Peter Schmeichel was trying to say, Kay, or does it just seem like um, you you had an excuse or something like that? I think I'll argue that he had an excuse, you know, according <laughs> yeah. to what he talked about. Yeah, um, because it's it seems like he, he was saying that um, they either had to they either had to restart the game um, that same day or the because it was Saturday or the following day um, at twelve or they had to forfeit the game. So does it seems like does it seem like the Denmark players had a, had an option or do they see, does it seem like the Denmark players just um, just basically did not have any option and they just had to play that game that moment. I think I believe the decision was uh, affecting so many people around the world. Making such a de- making such a decision, people had to consider so many things. Because look at uh, people have already paid for the game. The whole world is watching. Then having to postpone a game and it's a tournament. You know, if it was a uh, like a league somewhere, they could have postponed the game to a different day. But now here is a tournament. If you play the other day, maybe it will affect how you're going to play the next game. But look back at Denmark, they're emotional. Uh, for them, continuing the game shows how strong they are and um, yeah. how the decision was made out. Uh, we thank God that it's, it went through how it went through and here we are now. Yeah, man. Obviously, um, the, 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 for me, the Denmark players show a lot of courage. They show a lot of effort. Obviously, yeah. with the, result, the Belgian result, obviously, I, I think most people in the world expected Belgium to win that game against Denmark. Um, even if Eriksen was fit and that entire thing didn't happen, but the Finland game was a little bit different, and that's why that's why um, the the result actually um, that's why, that's why such such scenarios come up because um, of the result. Um, I think I think if if they had started, if Denmark had restarted if the game had restarted and Denmark had gone on to win, I think such such a scenario would not have happened. But because they lost. Um, such happened, but we don't, we don't take the, away the, the amount of mental strength, mental um, strength that the Danish players have, and the amount of mental stress that that scenario could have caused on the players. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um. Okay. Um. I think I think basically that's Denmark. We'll move. We'll move on to our. Uh, I think it's it has two games have been played so far, um, and basically me and K have our disappointing teams. Of the tournament, man. Obviously, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. There, there are teams that have disappointed this entire tournament. Um, I can't even stand watching them. There are teams that um, I went to the tournament expecting them to actually perform better than they have. Um, yeah. Do you have a team of the tournament? I want you to go first, then and then I'll go yeah. next. Yeah, I don't know. Should I begin with the disappointing team or my best team in the tournament? I want you to begin with the disappointing team. The best, best. I think, I think best. I think best, best should go last. I think the best. I think the best will go last. We save the best for the last. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think the most disappointing team. I will say, uh, I will start with Spain. Actually, mm-hmm. having played two matches and haven't won either of them, and uh, they actually, they've they've literally they they've not even they've drawn both games they've played so far, and that's a disappointing mm-hmm. beginning because I watched the game. Recently, Spain were playing uh, Poland, and man, all those chances they were losing. Morata and the and the group, you couldn't bear watching that game. I was watching the game. I was like, an empty net, 
they lost the penalty. I'm mean, like, what the hell, Spain? <laughs> and then apparently another team which is just disappointing, which I'm not looking forward to. The team that has the best potential in the whole tournament, but it mm-hmm. plays it plays like they don't know what they're doing. It's England, honestly. I'm disappointed with England. Yeah. And uh, looking yeah, at the hey. how, yeah. Can I can I just say something about Spain before we move on? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Spain. For me, Spain, Spain, Spain is actually one of the biggest disappointments in this tournament. These guys, these guys, are, these guys won the Euros in 2008. Obviously, it was a different generation. Then they won the World Cup in 2010, and then they won the Euros again in 2012. So they are the they're the first country to win the Euros back to back. And obviously, Spain are, are a good side. And obviously, while we were previewing the tournament a few a few a few weeks ago, um, you guys should go back and listen to the episode. Um, we also dissected it as well, depending on the groups. Um, we were talking about the Spain's um, uh, um, and Luis Enrique's decisions decision to leave out Real Madrid players and to leave out such big names like Sergio Ramos. And obviously the the the, the amount the, the amount of perform the performances and the amount of wins and the, the results that Spain um obviously will get during the tournament will either justify um his call up decisions or will either not justify his collapse de- his collapse decisions and it seems that Spain is collapsing because Luis Enrique is is, is very is being very experimental um we all know Spain are a very big side not only not only in Europe but in world football as a whole um yeah, anywhere very that Spain true, very is, true. yeah man anywhere that Spain is involved you expect Spain to dominate and although although they they, they tried to do that against Sweden Sweden are, are a very good side they defended really well they tried to do that against Poland and obviously, you have mentioned the the penalty miss. Morata could not even rebound the, uh, he could not even turn that that rebound back. Imagine a rebound, he couldn't score. Yeah, man. Yeah, it 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 has gotten to the point that Spain Spain is so bad that um Van der Vaart, Van der Vaart obviously is a is is a, is a, is, a, is a Dutch um is a, is a member of of the of the Dutch um basically basically is Dutch basically um he said. Quote, Spain are horrible, horrible. I hope we face them. There is nothing in this team. All they do is pass around. They have zero players who know how to give a final pass. Basically, um, Spain, Spain is a very big side. Um, they cannot be trolled like this. Um, in, a, in a group that has Sweden, Slovakia and Poland, Spain cannot be number three. It's, it's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. So... Back to what I was trying to say. I was trying to name. I was trying to talk about how I'm disappointed also with England side. Yeah. Yeah. I, even though the number two on, even though the number two in the in Group D, I'm seeing like that. That Republic has performed better than they have. Yeah. And, uh, I'm so impressed with how that Republic has been playing so far. I, I bet you're also impressed with how they're playing. Yeah, the check the check are very impressive, man. They came to win. Yeah, they came to win. They really group D, the leading group D, and hopefully when they meet, they play the final game, they be able to proceed. Uh we're going to watch out for England. See how they're going to play against. They they'll be playing against which team on the next fixture. Okay. Yeah. Talking about England's next picture, they're going to be against. Um, let me just see. Uh, 
England are going to be against Hungary. That will be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This may check well. Uh, anyway, anyway, let me just talk about how disappointed I am against England. Uh, look at the likes of Hurricane, who, who, who tells reporters that he needs to concentrate because he doesn't want to hear about reports of him leaving Spurs. He needs to, to focus on the Euros. But uh, let's see. They have a good side, Sterling, the likes of... They have very good players. So, so early on, I was rooting for England to win the, the Euros, but... I think time will tell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, the England situation is also tricky, man. I think, yeah. I think, I think the problem with with managers during during the, the 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 games, managers try to be a little bit too clever. They try to overthink, and they they yeah. they want they want to be labeled master classes or something like that. Um, I think I think it's also it's also the same situation the same situation with with England because. Um, um, when Gareth Southgate was naming his side, uh, people were questioning the omission of players like Ward Prowse, Jesse Lingard, players like Oli Watkins, players like Patrick Bamford. Also, Patrick Bamford actually got a very big shout. Um, also from Leeds fans, but from English fans as well, because he has been very exceptional this season. He was the highest scoring, the second highest scoring Englishman after Hurricane in the Premier League. Wow. Um, so it, yeah, it, 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 I think managers try to do a little bit too much and just not play football. Um, I think I think we're, we're, the English problem it's it's very difficult right now because obviously they won against Croatia. Croatia is a side to me that I can actually say they have been they are among one of my disappointing teams of the tournament. Croatia. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Man, they they won they won against Croatia. Um, obviously, it was a one-nil game, a game in which um, Calvin Phillips was actually the standout. Calvin Phillips is a very good player. Um, we all know players that play for Marcelo Bielsa, how good they are. But England, England, they're just not showing enough. They, are, they were lackluster against Scotland on um, the other day. I didn't like anything that I saw that I saw from England, and it's it's difficult because considering that Sancho has not yet played any minute at the Euros so far. Um, it's it's actually very difficult. Um, Sancho is, is a very creative player, and we know England. England have only scored once in this tournament, um, and they have just they have only had three shots on target in the two games that they have played. We, we know Sancho is a very good player, and there are shouts for him on Twitter and basically online for Garisotte to start a more a more attacking lineup. Sancho is valued at 100 million euros by Borussia Dortmund. That a, a player is not valued at such amount if he's not good enough. So we know Sancho. We know Sancho. Sancho is such a good player. He's, he has an, an incredible amount of quality. Um, he had 16 goals and 20 assists last season. Wow, that's impressive, man. Yeah, it's it's very impressive. He's a, he's a very good player. We know what he can offer going forward. So it brings us back to the question. Why is he not starting? Why is he not playing? Even um, in the in the Croatian game, he was not on the bench. In the in the Scotland game, he was only good enough for the bench. He couldn't come off the bench and get get into the game. We know in the England have five substitutions. It's difficult. It's difficult to understand what's going on with Sancho. Um, he's a player that should start basically um, most games. Um, even if not most not games, because the manager can tweak depending on tactics, but he, he should he should start most games. So it brings us to the question: What's the issue? Um, is it discipline? Maybe maybe the result get um, things is not disciplined enough or something like that. 
because for sure it's not his quality because his quality is undeniable man yeah very true i think we have a segment where we're going to talk about problems with england so maybe we should save time to talk about i should talk about my most impressive teams that i've seen so far in the tournament yeah go on i, I didn't want to steal your party go on yeah <laughs> which, I would say, which i would say i'm so impressed with the obviously france's consistency the world number one and they're showing yeah. why they're world number ones and they went ahead and beat germany and uh the top of the table so we're looking forward to another team that i'm so happy about is uh the republic which i already mentioned how impressive they've been considering they're in a very 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 dangerous group imagine being with croatia being with england being with scotland and being topping up the the table that's impressive for them and uh lastly i would say i'm impressed with italy you know italy has been performing so well i like the team composure and uh i just like the way they're playing so far i can't wait to see them making out with the group a and meeting going to the round of 16 and being able to reach even the semi-finals so that's teams that are impressed with so far yeah you have said you're impressed with italy and who Czech? italy and that republic and yeah. Uh, france yeah and france yeah yeah um i think i think i think for me i, sh- I think I, sh- I, sh- i should just st- say my my most impressive and then and then i'll go back to my, my disappointing um obviously check i'm very impressed for me check is is by far the team that i'm most impressed with check yeah. are in a the way they were they were in a tough group actually a group that they were not expected basically to come out of um because i know this is the first tournament for scotland since 1998 it has been 23 years since they have they have played in a major tournament um but scotland have been underwhelming obviously that 2-0 defeat to czech republic was was damaging for them at hampton park almost obviously they got the draw against england at wembley but that was basically due to england's poor form and not scotland's uh, good form but um czech have been very impressive man for me patrick schick i think he's so far is the player of the tournament for me i know cristiano ronaldo has three goals but patrick yeah. schick having three goals in this zeros tournament is smart um obviously he's a former roma striker um for guys that used to play with him on fifa i know domi used to play with him on fifa domi is a friend of mine former roma and by and obviously his current by lukaku's striker um for me basically the most impressive player this tournament so far i think he, he has turned out to be the talisman for the check um obviously he scored twice in that in that win over scotland at hampton park um we'll remember the second goal man the second goal was outrageous it was it, it was it was an effort from 50 yards out um beating the goalkeeper david marshall it was, it was a very good goal um i think it was the farthest um out, it was the farthest out anyone has scored from at the Euro, at the european championship since 1980 patrick schick wow. is, is yeah is is intense man he has, he has been very impressive this this euros obviously he got his third goal in a penalty um in the 1-1 draw against croatia the other day but the check the check are very good the check are very they are very impressive i think most people would agree that the check have have shocked literally most people um this group has been underwhelming but the check have players like vladimir sufalu i think plays for west ham thomas suchek who also plays for west for west ham um players like masopus i think yeah who most people are making jokes we're saying is a masochist but like um yeah basically the check are coming man the check are nice i like the check yeah. republic a lot 
Um, another team, obviously, you mentioned Italy. I like Italy also. Yeah. Italy, Italy have been very impressive. They're the first team to get into the knockout stages. Um, yeah. They have gone they have gone ten games without conceding a goal for the first time since 1980. Ten games without conceding a goal means a lot for their defense. I know Bonucci and Cellini they like defending, and I've never seen literally anyone celebrate a sliding tackle. But Cellini actually celebrated a sliding tackle in that open against Turkey. Um, that that nice. I like Italy a lot. Roberto Mancini has done really well for them. Um, I know you I like Italy. That... That's a disclaimer, you guys. If you watch the <laughs> Maverick podcast, we have uh, this guy called Pablo who is shouting Italia. You Italia. guys, have never, never forgotten that thing, man. <laughs> Italian, Italiano, muy, I muy bien. What Italians did to this guy called Pablo, muy, but muy, maybe we are yet to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> man, <laughs> Yeah, man. And sad thing, we don't have Italian listeners on the pod, man. Italian, we need to basically crack into the Italian audience, man. Because yeah. I like Italy a lot. I like them. I like them almost too much. The only thing that I don't like about Italy is, is, is pizza. Um, I know, I know, most people that disagree with me, but I don't like pizza. But I like, I like no, the. Alien. If you don't like pizza, you're an alien. <laughs> yeah man, I must be but uh, basically I'm a, I'm a Nugali man, I'm a lawyer and I talk a catch. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Nugali guy. Yeah man, okay, okay. Yeah man, obviously Italy Italy are playing really well. They're the first team since the Netherlands in 2008 to open a Euros with two 3 plus goals wins. Mm-hmm. So, right. they're playing really well, man. They won 3 0. They won 3 0 once more. They're playing really nice. I hope Donnarumma gets the golden boot. I was actually playing a tournament on Friday on FIFA and I played using Italy, but um, someone had Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo and, and I just couldn't get um, over the line. I finished second. But Italy are a very good side. I like them as well. Also, um, just uh, I think other notable mentions include Sweden. Sweden, 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 Sweden are very impressive. They're top of Group E, a group, a group that has Spain and Poland. So and Slovakia, um, yeah, and imagine Slovakia in uh, position two currently. Yeah, man, Slovakia also. Yeah, Slova- I think notable mentions include Sweden, Slovakia, Finland as well. Finland are in a Finland, Finland are in a group that no one actually expected them because if they finish third, they actually have a chance of going into the knockout stages. Yeah, yeah. very true. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, I think I think the Netherlands as well. There are side that are are actually very impressive. Obviously, no one expected them. No one expected to challenge the Netherlands in Group C. They have won the two their two games. Obviously, scoring five goals. Memphis Depay has been exceptional for them. I don't have to to explain how exceptional it has been for them. Um, I think I think Germany also because of their um, I think because because of their of how they won against Portugal last night. Um, obviously Portugal are the defending champions, but they won so convincingly against them. They beat them really well. Um, they played to their strengths. Um, I liked Germany also. I think they played really well in the game against France, but they just lost out. Um, yeah. a, a narrow loss. They are just unlucky against the world number one. But Germany have this tactic that. Oh my god, just <laughs> I have no idea how these guys go and get to win matches, man. I've never understood. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, just also, a great side. Yeah, they, they're a great side, man. I was very impressed with Kai Havertz last night. I know um Marsh if Marsh listen I hope Marsh doesn't listen to this one episode, but I, <laughs> I doubt because Marsh listens to all the episodes that that, that the Turtle Perspective actually comes out with. But 
I, I, I am actually the number one guy on trolling Kai Havertz. I troll him literally on every single episode. <laughs> um, but I, Kai Havertz was very impressive for me last night. He played really well. He was actually involved in the three goals. Um, the, the two one goals and the one that he scored. Um, I think I think he was exceptional last night. I think if Kai Havertz didn't play that game, I, I don't think I don't think um, Germany would have won that game. He played really yeah. well last night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll just say one thing about the Netherlands. Um, also, I think Patrick Schick has had the Czech Republic talisman. I'm calling him a talisman because he is now. Um, I think he has had 11 goal involvement in in his last 10 international starts. Patrick Schick. I think I think he has had nine goals and two assists in his last ten games for the Czech. So um, I think it's a talisman for them. The Netherlands. Um, I think the the Dutch. They are now unbeaten in nine matches at major tournaments. Obviously dating back to the 2014 World Cup. Uh, Memphis Depay, formerly of Manchester United and Olympic Lyon. Um, I, I back in 20, back when we signed him in 2015 for 25 million pounds. I actually tweeted this out yesterday. Back when, he's, back, when he was, back when he signed him, I, I used to tell guys that Memphis Depay is actually a good player, he's not a flop. Um, but most people didn't believe me. Obviously, I was telling my United fans, but um, obviously, he is now, he's now going to Barcelona. I think that has been confirmed. But um, he has scored eight goals since Frank de Boer actually took charge um, for, the, for the Netherlands. Um, wow. I think only... Yeah, man. Eight goals is mad. Only, only, yeah, only mad. And the guy, yeah, the guy used to be... I think I used to be like a clone in Manchester United. I know a story about the pay. So I think <laughs> perform right now it's something that the whole world is looking back at. Wow, did he really do that? Yeah, man, it's mad. Yeah. It's mad. Yeah. I think I yeah, in that period only Romelu Lukaku has scored more for, for Belgium. I think it's it's mad because he's Romelu Lukaku is a striker and Lukaku is one of the best strikers in Europe. And <laughs> yeah, only uh, only being second to Lukaku is not is not bad. Um, I think I think also an impressive, not an impressive start, but a joke is that Frank de Boer's Holland have scored more goals at at this tournament at Euro 2020 more than um, Frank de Boer's Crystal Palace um, side in the in the Premier League. Frank de Boer actually um, coached Palace at some point, but uh, <laughs> it's, 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 I, I like the Netherlands a lot. Notable mentions is Netherlands, Slovakia, Finland, Sweden, and Germany. Um, next yeah. to Italy and the Czech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my disappointing team of the season, of the not of the season of the tournament. The tournament. Yeah, I, I think I think you hit the nail on the head with Spain. I'm not going to talk a lot about them. I think Morata actually came out and 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 said that, um, and I think he had an excuse. He was saying that this Spain side is following a golden generation, a legend. That I think a generation of geniuses. That's why that's why um, I think they're not performing because. Everyone expects so much of them, but everyone expects so much of them because of the quality that Spain is known to to have. So, um, I think you, are, you hit the nail right on the head concerning Spain. Yeah. For me, another another team that the England as well. England is shambles. Um, we'll speak about England later. Poland as well. Poland Poland has been a disappointment for me. Um, getting beat by Slovakia, man, that was that was unexpected. I didn't expect that. Obviously, they were ten men. Um, they were one man down. Gregory Krikoviak um, with that red card, but Croatia as well. Croatia, obviously, they got to the to the to the, to the World Cup finals in twenty in twenty eighteen against France. But for me, my biggest disappointing my my biggest disappointment is Turkey. 
Um, if you go back and listen to the episode where we were previewing the the, the, the teams, <clears throat> we had a lot to say about Turkey, man. Turkey were a very good side. Um, Turkey were a side that basically they, they were a side that could, could only go up for them because um, I think this was their first tournament in a their first tournament in a few years. So um, we had a lot going on for them. They have great players, Chalhanoglu, um, Kengizanda, um, players like Soyuncu. Um, they have very good players, the Turkish side, but um, they have they have literally have not shown up. Um, Turkey, Turkey for me are my biggest disappointment. Um, they they have they have conceded five goals. They have scored none, so they have a, um, a goal difference of minus five. I think they have Imagine. they have. They have to win. They have to win their last game against. I think it's against Switzerland. I think. Yeah, they have to yeah, win their last. Switzerland, and uh, we're hoping they won't leave the tournament with zero points. How can you get from Turkey to Europe and come yeah. and get zero points? Yeah, they they they, they have to score. Yeah. yeah, man. They they have to win the next. They have to win the next game to move ahead because at playing two games, conceding five times, and like not basically not scoring is is not good enough for them. <laughs> The the, the the Turkish side they're mad they're mad they're they're my, they're my biggest disappointment myself so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you can we can we talk about England, man? Yeah, I believe to be, to begin with, to to steal the party and begin with England, man. Yeah, man. England England are mad. We need to talk about England because England are a very big disappointment. Um, yeah. I think it started. I think I think it started with the first game. Did you did you understand the first game? Obviously, the first game they won. And they didn't come under scrutiny um, in the first game a lot because they won. But did, did you understand? Did you understand the choices that actually Gareth Southgate is making during these Euros? I don't know what uh, so, uh, Mr. Southgate is trying to to do in football because we just understand recently the the fans board at England when they failed to score against Scotland during the clash at Wembley. We know these thousands of fans were at Wembley Stadium. Watch the yeah. 115th game of the international football's oldest rivalry, mm-hmm. and the guys didn't score. Man, Grealish looked dejected after the match, ended in a goalless draw. And um, Gareth Southgate said he accepts any criticism for his side's frustrating draw with the oldest rival Scotland, but urged fans to get behind his players. So, whatever he's trying to do, uh, he's mixing up the team. I think England is a, is a very good side. Once they get a good strategy and how to win. I think they'll be one of the best teams in the world, man. But we we're expected to beat Portland. Uh, they'll be frustrated that they'll be so frustrated, but they're going to face. Uh, I believe they'll be facing which team on the final on the on the last day. Yeah, um, England. England will be facing. Let me just see because because I know that they've played Croatia, they've played Scotland. They'll face the Czech. They'll be facing. They'll be playing, uh, yeah, Czech Republic. Yeah, they'll playing the Czech and Patrick Schick one. Man, do you think they're going to win? Me, I'm just thinking these guys. I'm just thinking that they're going to be whooped by Czech Republic. I don't know, man. Because yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see England winning, especially if Jadon Sancho doesn't start, especially if if they if they if they if they, they pull up with such a defensive-minded um, team. I don't think they don't think they have a chance of winning. Yeah. Um... And just to add on what I've been saying, um, maybe or maybe not, England might be one step closer to the qualification, but uh, the lack of ideas from Southgate, I don't know why he's, how he's playing his team. Because you see, they begin with Sterling on this side, 
all of a sudden you see Rashford is, is forever all of a sudden so I think the team needs that fluidity once the team has the fluidity I think they can go ahead and qualify and go to the group and go to the knockout stages but um when they beat when they beat Croatia I believe they were so happy uh, but the three lions were brought back down to earth at Wembley on Friday so <laughs> let's see yeah, how think... they go down against uh, the public yeah I think I think all of Britain was was actually happy with the result after the the England and Scotland draw. I think all of Britain was happy except for England. I think Wales, Scotland, I think Northern Ireland, I think guys everyone was basically happy with the result except for England. Because um English English fans expected to win that game. Obviously, I think it it was it was at a a Britain derby. I think it was a British a British affair man. They, yeah, England affair. Stumped, yeah, they should have stamped the authority on the game. They, they because they have the quality man but um do you think obviously i think alan shara said that basically england need to need to increase the intensity they need to move the ball a lot more quicker and get it um forward a lot more but um do you think the the english are missing um the the the, the creativity and the impact of a player like trent alexander arnold you know he was he was he was incredible for them during the 2018 world cup a tournament that they go to the semi-finals. Do you think they are missing trend? Yeah, I think they do. According to the performance they're having and the results they're showing us, it quite shows that they're missing a very good right back who's talented and who, who can bring the ball inside the box for Hurricane to to, uh, to 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 slaughter the 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 the, the keeper. You know, you look yeah. at Trent's quality man and look how he packed he has had for Liverpool on the Champions League and winning the Premier League. You can just see the crosses and the quality he has on the football, despite the right back that they're having at the moment. So I'll say they're missing out on on Trent's quality and, and the Euros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trent, the Trent miss. Um, it, it, I think, I think it's a, it's a big miss for them. I think also Trent himself would have been disappointed for not playing in this tournament. I don't, I don't. I think he's a, he's a, he's a champion. I think he's a winner. I think just the fact that he's so young and he has leadership qualities, I think it's very immense for the for the English side. But um, it's it's dif- it's different because this English side is a lot more is a lot more inexperienced. Obviously, I think the 2018 side was also inexperienced, but this one I think is a lot more inexperienced. But um, it's we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see how it goes on. I I don't know what's going on with Hurricane. It seems like. Um, it seems like he's not moving as usual. Do you think that his transfers are what, like his uncertainties concerning his club uh, actually affecting him at this tournament? Yeah, the talisman himself, Harry Kane, captain of England. Um, <laughs> I think winning, I think for him, winning the World Cup Golden Boot in 2018 and heading into this tournament, having finished with the most goals and assists for any player in the Premier League last season, also. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult to start uh, Euro. Uh, but he managed 19 touches before being substituted in the 74th minute. The game yeah. are intense, even he said himself. And uh, you have to bring fresh legs to bring into play. But mm-hmm. um, we believe that he won't be affected by the outside being wanting to leave uh, Spurs. A lot of speculation about his future. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how he'll pull off. Let's yeah. see from the game, and we'll be able to judge from there. Yeah, I also yeah. I also think um, 
the 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 big talking point going into the tournament was Harry Maguire um his yeah. injury problems um obviously i think he did not play he has not played a competitive um football match since he got his injury against Aston Villa i, I think in the beginning of may but uh going into the tournament his injuries was a concern i um, in the past few days he has declared himself fit um but as as evident england have not considered a, a goal in this in this tournament so far do you think um harry maguire should 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 start should he rush um his recovery or what do you think needs to happen for england because it seems defensive wise it seems that like they don't need him as much yeah because look at england's uh back end surely yeah. we have stones we have the likes of uh we believe luxo is playing the left back yeah and uh, i think um we have a talisman behind so i don't think southgate is really considering putting in maguire considering the fact that last season at manchester united he didn't really come up during the last games so um i would say me would say england's problem is more of the attacking place you know we need someone at the box who can score we need yeah. someone who can deliver those crosses to ken so that he can finish off He's a world-class player. We believe Ken is a world-class player. I think you agree with me, right? Yeah, one of the best strikers in world football. Yeah, and he's someone who fits off other players, you know. Yeah. And at times, world-class players do what the game needs. So, at the minute he's dropping in to pick the ball, I feel we need to get him higher up the pitch. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see yeah. where England was. We'll head to. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they correct their problems, man. Me, the problem I only have with England is, is omitting omitting their their offensive lineup because Jack Grealish doesn't doesn't start some games. Obviously, um, he he's usually subbed on, but um, missing Jadon Sancho altogether is not, um, is not conducive for them. I think players like Phil Foden, Foden is a very good player. But Foden actually doesn't need to have such an such amount of pressure or intensity on his back to carry the English side, because it seems like at the moment Foden and Sterling are the only players that can make um, England tick. They're the only players that can actually make plays for England. So um, I think I think Gareth Southgate basically he has to help um, basically the forwards and create a lot more chances. They need to have a lot more shots because three shots on target in two games is not good enough for England. They have a, they have too much quality. Also also the fullback situation, I think Chilwell should start ahead of Luxor. I think I, I think the fact that they the fact that they are missing Trent Alexander Arnold obviously Rich James played against Scotland but um I think I think they should use the fullbacks a lot more because they have a, they have quality there Chilwell on the left, um, Rhys James on the right. These are fullbacks that have won the Champions League with Chelsea um, this past season. I think I think Southgate should take advantage of what he has going forward because literally any manager would, and he's coming under a lot of pressure that is not as tactical as other managers, including Portugal's Dos Santos, including Luis Enrique. Although Enrique is also having a symbolic tournament, um, Roberto Martinez. So he has to actually get his team in order. Because if they go into the knockout stages, it's going to it's not going to be as simple as the group stages. Yeah, and Hurricane hits back at the doubters and it says that the transfer push is not distraction. So uh, the England yeah. captain feels as good as he's felt all season. And I called for calm and um uh, and asked for the team to go forward for the Euro 2020. So his fitness, um after being substituted as 24th minute. We, we believe that it's not that crucial. So, 
looking forward for him coming back for the Sunday win over Croatia. We'll see. Yeah, man. And also, also the the semi-final are being played at Wembley. This the semi-final wow. and the, and the final as, are being played in England. So England will have to do well to get to those to the to um to such positions. They need to they need to get a momentum quickly before they go they get into the group stages. which should start by winning convincingly, not only winning, winning convincingly against the Czech. The Czech are a very tough side to break down. We know the quality that they have with. Patrick Schick in such hot form. I can't understand the amount, the, the hot form that Patrick Schick is in right now. But um, they, they, they have they have to get this over the line because when they get to the semifinals, they can actually, because I think I think the UK government is proposing something like 100% attendance for the final at Wembley. So if if they can if they can actually do well and get to the semifinals and get that over the line and get to the finals they have a very big chance of winning this tournament and i think if england lets this slip it will be another case of england and belgium because belgium also have have to actually win this one because at this moment just being number 1 ranked team on fifa by fifa is is not enough england have to do more because a lot more teams are have pressure and the knockout stages are tougher than, than the group stages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. The last thing that we're going to talk about is Germany, obviously. Do you, Germany, obviously, they, we have spoken about them uh, in the last few minutes, but Germany, obviously, they, they, they lost narrowly to France. Um, France actually drew, drew against Hungary um, the other day, but Germany won convincingly against um, the European champions, Portugal. Portugal obviously they have won the they won the Euro European Champion Championship in 2016. They won the European Nations League in 2018. They are, they have they, they have the to in me to my opinion in my opinion they have the best player in world football. They have the best player of all time in Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the best finishers that the football had, has ever seen. Someone that can score with his left, right and his head. Basically one of the best players and uh, Germany actually beat them convincingly. Um, not only just beating them, but very convincingly. I think some of the players were very good last night, including Kai Havertz. I think Gossens was also very good. Robin Gossens. I also think Rud- Antonio Rodrigo was very good. Do you think Germany should actually start being considered um, contenders, contenders of the tournament? <clears throat> Of winning yeah, the tournament. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. You can never write off Germany, man. You can never write off those those Germans. Yeah, man. Yeah. Rule number one. Rule number one in football. Never write off Germany. Never. Yeah. So, just look, just look from the brink of disaster, the mesmerizing contenders as they pile pressure on Portugal. You can see um, when they first uh, when they lost uh, to France at the beginning of the tournament. I believe the whole world had written off Germany in the Euros. So, but um, the Germans hit back in style to fire four goals back the defending champions and put their route to the last 16 back in their own hands. And yeah. we believe that we believe they face Hungary on Wednesday, while yeah. Portugal are left to needing something against France. So, with all the teams having everything to play for, it's a thrilling final. I believe you. You. We. We're going to watch it for Group Five final matches. I believe we'll be there sitting comfortably looking forward to seeing how they're going to play out. And yeah. um, I believe that the, the manager, uh, his name is Joachim Lowe, I believe, right? Yeah, Joachim Lowe. Yeah. Uh, uh, having led Germany to all Cup success in 2014, 
I believe there's a time uh, one of the older one of the oldest players in the team I think is Mola was yeah. left was left behind in 2019. But um he was recalled back in the tournament and he's been delighted to with a win over the over Portugal. So they allowed to feel a little euphoria as uh, Mola <laughs> said but it's fun playing in the atmosphere. So we can never write off Germany. Yeah. Also yeah the the Muller situation like you just mentioned the Muller situation come to think of it it was I think it was a very tactical move I think I think Muller Muller actually has brought a lot a lot of composure um to Germany especially going forward because previously players like Timo Werner used to start I think if Timo Werner starts yesterday against Portugal I don't think Germany stand a chance but but Thomas Muller as for me is is I I I have a, I have I, I like him a lot as a player but he's a player that I I don't like to play against um obviously he has he has beaten my man united a lot more times he has come up against my real madrid uh, but I think he has he has he has fell short against real madrid a lot more than man united but he's a player that I like really a lot he obviously brings the experience to the to the german side um a lot more composure um in front of goal I think he has I think the fact that he's just around is making players like Havertz look um world class Havertz had a brilliant game um i think i think i think germany basically they're in the conversation but i i think i think if i think if they just um if they just find a very good team i think i think i think they they might just fall short but at the moment their defense is looking looking terrible because um they were done by Cristiano Ronaldo yesterday obviously Ronaldo scored and had an assist but um Germany they're contenders but i think if they meet if they meet a good side they might just fall short but they played really well yesterday and they were the better side against portugal um but as much as you're saying that i think we should yeah. admire we should admire how the mentality despite all the pressure <laughs> yeah man they, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah these guys these guys are descendants of hitler man these guys their mentality is is strong man and group f group f was very group f was underrated we did the episode um previewing the euros you guys should go back and listen to it group f basically we were dissecting group f we didn't we didn't touch a lot on hungary but hungary are actually they're doing very well in this group um only losing the one game against against portugal a game in which it was very close the 3-0 um scoreline actually does not give a clear depiction of the game because it was very close um only only after rafael guerrero's opener did the game actually did the actually portugal get a, a boost of confidence and they went right to win the game ronaldo scoring twice but hungary are a very good side um I, it didn't surprise me that they do against france but don't don't be surprised if germany actually don't win that one convincingly they might win it but don't be surprised if the germany don't beat hungary convincingly yeah we'll see because we hope hungary will just i'm just hoping hungary to like they're hoping to for they're hoping to <laughs> how will i say this hungary need to win <laughs> and hope for four points which is enough to see them through as one of yeah. the best third place finishers man so yeah Yeah, the, yeah, Hungary. Yeah, Hungary. Actually, a point will not do for them because Portugal yeah. are third with three points. Yeah, Hungary need to win against Germany to go ahead. But if actually Germany lose 
they stand a chance of not going into the knockout stages because i think germany and portugal they they actually have more they actually have more to lose um going into the last game of the group um than france and hungary because hungary as it stands they're not going into the knockout stages they just have to go out and express themselves and actually get get a good result if they win they go into the knockout stages um portugal also they they may have to make sure that they don't lose because if hungary win against germany um they're going to fall out because um it's different man because the the um germany germany are actually second um than portugal so it's different yeah so just uh, my my free words i would say that um, i hope portugal uh get out and build momentum will go very far and um i'm rooting for i don't know who i'm rooting for because all the countries i love europe so <laughs> but uh, i'll say italy italy is my favorite man that was the favorite every time yeah. yeah i know yeah i know i know the love relationship that you have with italy man yeah it's been- Yeah, if 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 you had to 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 cheat on your girlfriend, you'd probably cheat him with Italy. Cheat on her. Maybe, 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 maybe not. But I love yeah, the, <laughs> I love the jersey, man. The blue jersey is just beautiful. Yeah, man. Yeah. Also, I, I think everyone that knows me knows that I'm always behind Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, the the Portugal jersey, I love it. You mentioned the jersey. I love the Portugal the Portugal jersey. But um, for me, um, I'm, I'm more impressed that Ronaldo has, is joint top scorer, obviously with Patrick Schick with three goals. But I love the I love I love the fact that he's now all-time Euro top scorer. He has 12 goals now in Euro all-time. Mancini is second to him. He has nine goals. Griezmann, I don't think Griezmann has scored in this tournament yet because Griezmann has six. But Cristiano is such a good player. Is 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 so dominant, man. Scoring in the two games is so dominant. I, li- I like Portugal. Um, if I see them to get out of this group, because I don't think they'll want to get um, to get a loss against France. Yeah, but all the best, the teams. Uh, we're rooting for the best team to win. Yeah, but and, yeah, and uh, much respect to to Cristiano, man. The assist he made at the Germany game, he really stretched. No one was looking for. Yeah, him. man. Everyone, yeah, I was, all the yeah. German players were just. They thought the ball is literally going outside, man. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. Literally, like this guy is is so is so big. Is I I don't know if he's that tall, but he, the way that he got to that ball and to, to cross it for Jota was intense. It was a very awkward assist. That's how the the the, the, the commentators was, were trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the actually the ball the ball was actually that assist was actually on target. So it was going into the back of the net. But I think Antonio Rudiger would have just cleared it off the line. But yeah. Jota did well to get it to get it across the line. Yeah. So we believe right now the Euros we're going to the last round, the last game that's going to be played for the group stages. Yeah. I think you guys stick around with us on the thorough perspective as we'll be giving you a thorough perspective of each and every match as we go towards the final of the Euros, which I believe will be on the 11th of uh, July, right? Yeah, final 11th of July. Yeah, Wembley, Wembley. God willing, uh, when <laughs> we get there, we hope we'll be in a good headspace, good health, prosperity. And support the thorough perspective, man. You guys should put your numbers there so that you guys can 
support us in anything. I, uh, we are planning to buy a, a mic, I believe. And uh, I just confirmed the mic is actually 700 shillings. For real? Yeah, I was talking to Ataro, the the host of the, the other podcast. Yeah, I, she told me I that. know her, I know her. Yeah, she only had, it's only 700 shillings, you guys. So if you leave a number in the description, you guys feel free to uh, support our thorough perspective we, we, so that you can bring out more quality sound and more quality episodes coming your way. So I believe Pablo will uh, uh, shed more light on that. Yeah, man. Basically, support the podcast, man. We have grown so much. We have 18 countries and counting. Brazil. We have we have listeners from Brazil, which is mad. I, I don't even know if Brazil understands English, especially East African English with our accents. It's very difficult. It's very tricky. But yeah. um, we have listeners from Brazil. We have listeners from Sweden. We have listeners from Denmark, UK, Lithuania. Actually, the list goes on and on. 18 countries. We appreciate every single listen. We thank you guys, man. Um, for listening to the, to the to the episodes, man. We thank you guys for reacting to with us on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Pablo Iconero. You can follow Kay on Twitter at Kevin Kualimua. Basically, just I, I think the names are also mad because obviously um, Kualimua and Iconero, I think they're mad. <laughs> you don't say. You don't say. <laughs> yeah, man. Obviously, um, obviously, oh, yeah, man. Basically. Um, follow, follow, follow the pod on Instagram at three RD World Perspective. Follow yeah. the pod, Twitter at Third World Pod. Yeah, yeah. I think Dalmas, Dalmas has just joined. Follow Dalmas also on Twitter at Dalo the Malicious. Dalmas, yeah, hi guys. You're joining when you're winding up the podcast, my man. Yeah, Dalmas, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, unfortunately, I was to uh, join you earlier, but uh, I had a visitor, so. Uh, I had talked. Yeah, yeah, it, no it's no yeah, it, yeah, it's all good, man. We are done. We are done with the podcast, man. Basically, um, do you guys have anything else to say? We we wrap this up. Yeah, just tell Dalmas, you. I hate you, Dalmas. The more reasons to hate you, so. <laughs> I guess I'll just finish up from there. <laughs> What did I yeah. do wrong? Yeah, man, I think I think I think I think Dalmas and K have something to solve out to solve behind the scenes because this is actually no, a comedy one. Just one more thing. I just want Dalmas to tell me which team he supports in the Euro. Only that. Uh so in the Euros, uh I'm Team Germany. You see? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> the Nazis. But yeah, anyway. Lomas is Nazi. Lomas is a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, Basically, uh, we'll, see, we'll see you guys on the next spot, man. This has been fun. We'll see you guys on the next one. Support the pod, your listener support segment. You can support us with as, let, with as little as a dollar. Support the podcast. Help us get that mic. Um, Kay just said it's... Uh, did you say dollars? $700 or 700 shillings? No, 700 shillings. That's $7 for those in America. That's yeah. about um, 6 euros for those in Europe. So... Yeah, man. Basically, basically support the pod, man. Oops. Obviously, it's linked. Yeah. It's linked to, to a Google Pay. Just um donate if you enjoyed the episode. Share with 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 um with your friends. Obviously, these are just we are just guys from Africa, man. That love sports, man. Support the pod. Um, we'll see you guys in the next episode. All right. Bye. Ciao. Ciao.